Yoma Perek Aleph Mishnahe to Perek Bet Mishnah Aleph Mishnahe. The elders of the Betin, after they taught him the Halachot, they would bring the Kohen Gadol to the elders of the Kehuna, specifically to the Kohanim from the Avtinas family, and they had an upper chamber. And the reason why they brought the Kohen Gadol to them was to learn the Avodah of filling of the hands with the Ketoret. The Kohen Gadol would have to empty a ladle that had the Ketoret, which he held in his left hand, into his two cupped hands without dropping any of the incense. It was a very difficult Avodah. But before they left, the rabbis first made him swear that he would not deviate from how they taught him to do the Ketoret. Then they left and they had the Avtinas family teach him. And what did they say in this swear? They said the following, and he had to answer Amen to this. My master, Kohen Gadol, we are the messengers of Betin, and you are our messenger and the messenger of Betin in making this swear. So it's based on how we interpret this swear. And we hereby announce a swear upon you in the name of the one who rests in his name in this house, that's Borei Olam, that you will not deviate from all which we tell you. And he would answer Amin. The reason why they have to make him swear is because maybe he's a Siddiqui and he's going to burn the incense before he enters the Kodesh Kodashim. And we know from Torah Sheba'apeh and Torah Sheba'chtav that that is not the case. He's only supposed to burn it after entering the Kodesh Kodashim. Now that he did answer Amin, we know that he's not a Siduki. He would go to the side and cry that they suspected him of being one. And they would go to the side and cry that they suspected him. Mishnah Vav, how would the Kohen Gadol remain awake all night? If he was a Hacham, he would teach Halachot. If he was a Talmid, but not a Hacham, the Talmidei Hachamim would be Doresh Halachot to him. If he couldn't even understand that, he would read from books of Tanakh. If he wasn't able to read, they would read from books of Tanakh to him. Which books would they pick? Tanakh Amah says they would read from the book of Eyov, the book of Ezra, and the book of Re'ayamim. Zechariah ben Kibbutah says he once read for the Kohen Gadol, many times actually, and he read for him from the book of Daniel. Mishnah Zayin, on the night of Kippur, the Kohen Gadol was getting tired. The young the young Kohanim would notice that and they would snap their thumb against their middle finger according to Harambam in order to wake him up and they would tell him my master Kohen Gadol stand up and cool your body off by resting your feet on the marble floor for one moment and then towards the end of the night they would keep him up by reading to him from the Shireh HaMa'alot. And one of the Pesukim in the, shir, in the Shireh HaMa'alot, the Pasuk says, Im Hashem lo bo. If Hashem doesn't desire his house, then those that built it, built it for nothing. The same way you, the Kohen Gadol, if you don't serve the Shem Shamaim, then, and God is not satisfied with you, then your whole Abuda is nothing. You got to serve the Shem Shamaim. And they would keep him busy with reading these Shireh HaMa'alot until the morning for the time of the slaughtering of the Olat Tamid. Mishnah Chet, when was the Misvav Tirumat Adeshin done? On a daily basis, it was done at the crack of dawn, a little bit before or after the crier would call out to wake up the Kohanim. On Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol needed to reserve his energy for the day of Kippur,
and have time to rest between avodot. So he would do terumat hadeshin at has, from hasot. And on the regel, because there were so many ashes that had to be moved, and because the next morning already people are going to start bringing their korbanot again, so the terumat hadeshin had to be done from before hasot, from after the first third of the night. In fact, on the regel, when the crier would call out to wake up the Kohanim, the Beit HaMikdash was already filled with throngs of people waiting to bring the Korbanot right after the Olat Tamid. Perek Beit Mishnah Aleph, on a typical morning, which Kohen got the right to do to the Matadishin? Whichever Kohen was up at the crack of dawn and he asked to do it, he would be the one to do it. But if there were many Kohanim up at that time, then they would race up the ramp. And whoever reached the four Amah line first, he would get the right. Now if two Kohanim tied, then the administrator would tell all the Kohanim, we're going to do a lottery, and now it could be anybody's opportunity. They would go to the Lishkat HaGazit, the administrator were, would, they would stand in a circle, and he would take off the hat of one of the Kohanim. And then he would call out a large number, larger than the amount, much larger than the amount of Kohanim in the circle. And, he would, and they would all put out a finger. Someone who was sick and he couldn't put out one, so he would put out two. And the administrator would start counting. And even the guy who put out two, he would only count them as one. And when he reached the number that he called out, that Kohen would have the right to do to the Matadeshin. Also, they were not allowed to put out their thumb. Because a trickster could put out his pinky, let's say, and his thumb, and it could look like it's from another person. So thumb is not allowed.